Discover Your Personal Power podcast, the show to help you live a life filled with peace, purpose, and power. My goal on this podcast is to give you something fun and meaningful to make your day a little brighter. I want to help you find your light and your personal power within. My name is Peggy Moore, and I am a wife and a mother of over 30 years, a nurse for over 20 years, a certified professional coach, and a wellness advocate with doTERRA Essential Oils. Discover Your Personal Power is for those of you that want more. Instead of barely getting by or letting all the outside voices of expectation and opinions drive your actions, this program helps you stop and contemplate and evaluate and consider what you want most. Discovering your personal power is about figuring out what kind of life you want to have and what your core values and primary goals are and how you want to show up in this world. Instead of just swimming to keep up, it's about thriving and flourishing and becoming the woman of your dreams. Sharon Eubank said it like this, The world needs women who are joyful, righteous, articulate, different, and distinct. The world needs you, the best of you. Eugene Berger said, you are the magician in your own life. You're the agent of transformation, your own transformation. Let's talk today about some ways to create change by using our creative mind to help us solve problems, come up with ways to form new habits, and create the life that we desire most. How many of you have ever watched the movie Working Girl? I think it was back in like the 1990s. It's with Harrison Ford and Melanie Griffith. Well, super smart and savvy New York receptionist Tess McGill, who's played by Melanie Griffith, gives her conniving boss, Katherine Parker, who was played by Sigourney Weaver, an excellent business tip. But Katherine simply steals the idea without giving any credit to her secretary. After Katherine winds up in the hospital with an injured leg, Tess decides to try to pitch the idea on her own and exact a little revenge. So pretending to be her boss, Tess initiates a major deal with an investment broker, Harrison Ford, but things turn a little ugly after Katherine finds out what Tess has been up to. Tess is able to explain her credibility by explaining the way that she came up with the idea for the pitch in the first place. She was reading a variety of materials and interests that were able to help her use her creative mind to put her ideas together and come up with a unique pitch. Tess got scrappy. She was thinking outside of the box and her many interests allowed her to come up with a unique perspective to help solve a problem. I love this movie because I love the underdog, of course, but also because I think it's a great example of how we can find great ideas and creative solutions in our everyday life. We're all faced with challenges, trials, and obstacles in our life but it's how we choose to overcome them, how we choose to go over, under, or through, or leverage those challenges, obstacles, and trials to get the results that we want, that give us our vibrant and meaningful life that we desire and we deserve. 
as we allow our minds that opportunity to be creative and not to always be so structured or overwhelmed or stressed, it helps us find our peace. And in finding our peace, we find our power. One of the most powerful ways we can tap into this creative power and solve problems is by priming our mind. I love this idea of priming our mind and preparing our mind to help us solve problems and come up with creative solutions to create better habits in our life. So studies have shown that menial tasks that require little mental energy, but a lot of physical energy can allow our minds to wander and be at their most creative. In a study done in 2009, a group of American and Canadian researchers conducted a study and found that letting your mind wander while doing menial tasks such as showering or doing the dishes can invoke a mental state conducive to more creative ideas. Terry Sojourn, in her book titled Scrappy, talks about the shower being your idea booth. She says, something magical happens in the shower. Showers tend to be relaxing and hopefully stress-free, not always for mamas, but showers can give you that uninterrupted alone time with no distractions and sets the perfect setting for creativity and problem solving. Showers are often routine and mindless, right? Shampoo, rinse, conditioner, rinse, wash here, wash there, rinse, twirl around, get in the warm water. Showers can be like recess for our brain. The shower provides that white noise to block out all the other outside noises and allows your mind to relax and be creative. Next time you're in the shower, let your mind wander and see what creative solutions you come up with. I love how Tess presents her solution as a result of different things she reads and the different people she's talked to. This week, in talking with both my sons, they totally helped me feed my thoughts about the subject of creativity and allowing our mind the time to wander to create solutions for life's challenges and dilemmas. First, I was talking to my youngest son, Connor. He's 24 and newly married, and as I was talking to him, I noticed he was doing the dishes at the same time. I'm like, doing the dishes, what? Uh, I'm not sure my son ever touched a dish in my house except to put food on it. So I was like, kudos to your wife, Connor. I'm impressed she got you to do the dishes. Of course, my wise son seeks to inform me that Bill Gates does the dishes in his house. I'm like, what? He told me Bill Gates, one of the richest men in the world and founder of Microsoft, washes the dishes in his house. While I'm happy to see my son following such a great role model, I wanted to know more. So I looked it up and in an interview with Reddit in 2014, Gates was asked, what is something you enjoy doing that you think no one would expect from you? And Gates replied, I do the dishes every night. Other people volunteer, but I like the way I do it. Studies have found that doing the dishes can actually reduce stress and boost creativity. 
A study done at Florida State University found that students who were primed to be mindful while doing the dishes, so they focused on their breathing, on the touch and the smell and the feel of the task, saw a decrease in their stress levels and a boost in creativity and inspiration. Concentrating on the feeling of the warm water or the smell of the soap helped to stimulate the brain. Bill Gates did the dishes in his household because it was a menial task that got the job done, but also gave his mind that time to think and wander and be creative. In the book Neurowisdom, neuroscience researchers Mark Waldeman and Chris Manning show the difference in brain activity between the decision-making mind and the creative mind. When one is focused on a task and working on completing a goal, he or she is using their decision-making mind. When you concentrate on a high demanding task, your prefrontal cortex or the front part of your brain kicks into high gear and it takes in the new sensorial information for formulating an appropriate response. The prefrontal cortex is the frontal lobe of the brain right behind your forehead and it's in charge of all your executive functioning which includes complex planning, personality expression, decision-making, and moderating social behavior. Your brain is fully dedicated to the task at hand without distractions, even if multitasking. But those creative moments or those aha moments often come when one takes a break from a task and engages the creative mind by allowing for mind-wandering activities such as daydreaming. On the other hand, low demand tasks require a steady but minor level of focus, like for instance, going on a job, catching up with a colleague over coffee, or counting the stops until your destination. These are low demand tasks, also like the shower and doing dishes. Sometimes they may be even deemed meditative or therapeutic. Your prefrontal cortex decelerates during these low demand tasks and the background of your brain is in that sweet spot of being turned on but having the availability and space to make connections. One of my favorite talks is the one where Steve Jobs addresses the Stanford students at a graduation ceremony and says, you can't connect the dots looking forward, you can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something, your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. This approach has never let me down and it has made all the difference in my life. But in order to connect those dots, we need life experiences and then the time to allow our mind to connect those dots. We have to allow our mind that time to wander and be creative. Next, this week I was talking to my oldest son. I have two sons and a daughter. Uh, my oldest son's name is Brian. He is 31. He is a project manager and is paid to think of creative solutions to business problems. He told me about the concept of priming the mind when you want to be more creative. For example, Brian is also an aspiring author and he wants to write a book and he works with the creative process and by taking some time to prime his mind to be creative. It requires him to take time to allow his mind the opportunity to kind of relax from that task 
task-oriented um, things and to explore new ideas and be able to get in tap with that creative part of his mind. I loved this concept of priming the mind. So I did a little more research. In psychology, priming is when a person is first exposed to a stimulus and then they're exposed to a similar related stimulus. The first stimulus affects the person in their response to the second. It primes their second response. So an example that's easy to understand maybe um, with priming like with words is if someone will show the word sun they'll be faster to recognize the word moon than if they were shown a completely unrelated word like train. So priming psychology has been studied for years and can have a profound effect on behaviors and habits often without us even knowing it. Psychologists theorize that priming occurs because we store information in our long-term memories in groups or schemas. When we see a word or an image, the rest of the group to which that word or that behavior or that action belong is also activated and the related information is easier to access. It's kind of like putting things in a file cabinet and organizing them in groups. Here's another example of how priming the body and the mind to receive something can be highly effective. So right now I'm finishing my graduate work in psychology and addiction counseling. And one of the interesting things that I've learned is the profound effect of priming and preparing the mind that individuals use in addiction. So individuals addicted to specific substances often have rituals or routines associated with the intake of that substance. Studies have found that when individuals are in unsafe situations or in a foreign environment and use the same amount of the substance as they typically use in their familiar environment, and when they don't get the time needed to perform those specific rituals, they are more likely to overdose. The ritual process serves as a mechanism to prepare their mind and body for the effects of that drug. So how can we use this in our life? We can create healthy rituals that can ready our mind and body to engage in healthy tasks or rituals that promote greater productivity and wellness for ourselves. For example, creating a morning ritual that includes priming is the perfect way to start your day. What you do in the morning has a powerful and long lasting impact on the rest of your day. Priming can help you start each day feeling more energized, focused, and clear about your goals. One of the biggest morning routines that helps me the most is exercising. Getting my body moving first thing in the morning helps to clear away all the cobwebs and it gives my mind the opportunity to prepare for the day and come up with creative solutions for problems or challenges that I might be having. I have been trying to be more consistent with my exercise routine and what I really love is getting up early and starting my day with a brisk walk or run. I find that it wakes me up and it gets me set for the entire day, but it also gives my mind that best chance to create. I don't know how many times I have scripted a talk or a paper for school or just had a great idea about a problem that I was trying to work through on one of my morning runs. 
Studies have shown that there are environmental cues and triggers that activate mental responses in our brain that sometimes we're not even aware of. Have you ever done something or reacted to something and you're like, I don't even realize why I did that? And it's because the power of the mind. So interesting enough, there were some researchers in the Netherlands that investigated whether behavior or not could be triggered by smells or by scents. They um, investigated the impact of the olfactory stimulation in a couple different ways. So the fact of smelling, can smelling influence our behavior? So in the first experiment, they took a group of subjects and they placed them in a room in which the smell of citrus or cleaning fluid was very present. And then they took a second group and placed them in a room that had no scent present. Then each was given the task to come up with 20 random words. Reaction times were identified as the words were recorded. And as you may expect, cleaning related words were identified more quickly when the citrus scent was present. The process that occurred afterwards, these researchers confirmed subjects were unaware that the scent in the room was even being studied and that it had influenced their responses. This confirms that the influence of the scent on response time occurred at an unconscious level. So interesting. And it also showed how quickly one could mentally access cleaning related words and how that was enhanced by this citrus scent commonly associated with cleaning products. Ooh, I wonder if we should try this on our kids at home. <laughs> As demonstrated, priming enhances the mind to access related concepts. It takes those files out of that file cabinet in the category with which one associates it. So if you associate that citrus smell with cleaning, that's what was shown here in this study. So next, they took these subjects again and placed them in rooms with or without the orange scent. So there was no scent in the room. And they asked them to write down their activities that they planned on doing for the rest of the day. 36% of the ones in the room with the citrus scent listed cleaning related activities as opposed to only 11% that were in the neutrally scented room. So that difference is scientifically significant. Very interesting, huh? And then their final um, test was the subjects were placed in a room with or without the scent and they were instructed to complete a questionnaire. After completing the questionnaire, they were moved to a room where they were able to sit down and eat a cookie. And this cookie was deliberately brittle um, so that it would produce crumbs. And they watched their eating behavior. It was videoed and it was rated as to the degree to which they kept their eating area clean by picking up the crumbs that the cookie produced. Those that picked up the most crumbs and cleaned up after eating that cookie were the ones that were in the room with the citrus scent. I just think that is amazing. The study actually showed that subjects who were primed by the citrus scent 
removed crumbs over three times more often on average than the other group that had no scent. So once again, that automatic pilot was triggered and resulted in a cleanup behavior of which the participant had no awareness of what or why they were doing it. So it is amazing how we can prime our brains and train our mind. Well, why am I telling you all these stories? The reason I'm telling you this is because we can ultimately use this knowledge to create the life that we want. We can use this knowledge of priming to create the habits that we want most. The more that we're able to create routines that prime our brain, that promote actions and behaviors that we want, the more those actions will become the habits and that you can have the life that you want. Even making small adjustments in your routine can help to break up negative habits and build new ones. We can use this information to prime our brains and help us create the life that we want. It can help us to discover our personal power. When we want to change a habit or break a habit or a particular routine that maybe is affecting us in a negative way, we often think of the goal, right? We think of that beginning um, with the end in mind, that vision. And this allows our mind to create the vision or the mission and develop the purpose for this change. We figure out our why and that kind of drives our focus. But we also have to change our process, right? For example, if you want to be more dedicated to exercising in the morning, but find that you're always hitting the snooze button, then maybe it's time to look at some of those processes. For example, maybe going to bed a little bit early the night before or getting your clothes ready the night before so that you can get up and leave first thing in the morning. The thing about processes is you can create them to make your change easier. You can prime your situation as well as priming your environment and your mind to make that habit stick a little better. And as that habit sticks a little better, it becomes part of who we are. James Clear in the book Atomic Habits said, the goal is not to read a book, the goal is to become a reader. The goal is not to run a marathon, the goal is to become a runner. The goal is not to learn an instrument, the goal is to become a musician. So often we get focused on that end result that we also have to realize the process and learn and we learn as we go in that process, as we look at our processes and what we can change to make our habits stronger and give us the goals that we want. Take some time this week to let your mind wander. Prime your brain to help you come up with creative solutions to challenges or trials or obstacles in your life that are preventing you from having the life that you want. Take some time to prime your brain to help you come up with creative solutions or challenges to create or to achieve those goals that you've set in your life. Do the dishes, take a shower, or better yet, take a walk. 
I'm a very task focused person. I like to have directions and a goal and an endpoint. So I am learning about this art of creativity and just allowing my mind to wander. I love it when I'm able to come up with creative solutions to solve challenges in my life or to create the habits that I know will bring me more happiness and joy. Use these skills this week to help you prime your mind and discover your personal power. Create that morning routine. Create a nighttime routine. Nighttime routines can help prime your mind and your body for sleep. For those of you who have trouble sleeping, I did a sleep workshop this past week that I recorded. In the workshop, we talked about good quality sleep, why it's important, and how simple natural solutions can help you get better sleep. Better sleep gives your brain time to organize all those thoughts and process all the things that happen during the day and put them in those little boxes in that file cabinet. We need good quality sleep. We talked about how we can prime our minds and our body to get us ready for a good night's sleep and how we can wake up in the morning and prime our mind and body for a great day. I hope you guys have an amazing week and have some time to take a shower, to wash the dishes, or take a walk this week. Let your mind relax and think of some creative solutions to bring your life peace, purpose, and power. Thank you for listening to the Discover Your Personal Power podcast. For those of you that love this episode, please go over to iTunes and leave me a review. And then you can find me at my website at Peggy Moore Life Coach dot com or discover your personal org. See you there and thanks so much for listening. Have a great week and as always, until we meet again, my friends. <music>